Uh, I think uh, I think it's safe to say that this podcast is maybe somehow a product of both of our moms. You know, for sure. So, uh, in the literal sense, because we're products of our mothers, but and yes. also in the literal sense because of what they uh, taught us. So yeah, well, like you said earlier, they pretty much shape who we are. So mm-hmm. serious credit goes out to the the moms out there. Yep. And since we're on topics of moms. I think we have the next big announcement, what I believe is the biggest announcement we had on the podcast ever. The biggest announcement ever. All right. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out this throwback edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We are coming to you on Mother's Day 2021, and we have a little old school episode dedicated to moms that we wanted to share with you guys today because yeah, we're, we're in the holiday mood. You know? We're celebrating all the mamas out there, all the, the people who serve as mothers, who are that extra support for mothers. We, that that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. We uh we always thank our mothers, especially on this this holiday. But we also want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast, reviewing the podcast, rating the podcast, and sharing the podcast. If you haven't done any of those things, go ahead and do it for us now, and we really appreciate it. Um, also, we want to let you guys know that we are always looking for topics to explore. Um, so you guys can drop us a line. All our contact info is on the end, or is at the end of the podcast. So you got to listen to the end, guys. Um, so without further ado, check out this Mother's Day themed throwback episode of the Addicted Fitness Podcast. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. We really appreciate everybody listening. And if you haven't already, please give us a rating and review in iTunes or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. And we're going to jump right on in today because I'm not one for long intros and Nick let me do the intro this week. Yes. So we're just going to... my decision. Be, hey, uh, come kidding. on. You should share this week's podcast especially more than ever because he just said that. So. Well, it's true. And because I'd have to say we're not going to tease too much, but this might <clears throat> podcast might feature the biggest announcement we've ever done on the podcast. Yeah. I think so. Actually, yeah. Yeah. So you definitely want to share this week's episode. Boom. All right. Well, we didn't get too much training in. We're actually recording this post-Mother's Day, which is kind of the theme of this week's episode. Mm -hmm. Um, We went off to Naples to spend time with uh, your mom and godmom. Mm -hmm. Um, And stepdad. Yes, and stepdad. And I was fortunate enough to do a little bit of training there at the very nice uh, gym they have facility they have at uh, the Ritz Carlton in Naples. Yes, the beach resort. It's very nice. Yes, so they had a lot of they have a really nice gym there and a really <clears> uh, <throat> I, a few years ago I met the uh, the trainer there. Yeah. It's a nice older woman but very, you know, in shape and very nice and personable person. So I uh, I I enjoyed that area and they have a lot of really nice uh, expensive equipment. They have a it's a treadmill. God 
it's not a freestyle treadmill. It's this certain type of treadmill that is almost like... Can you do Troga on it? You could probably could do Troga <laughs> on it. But it's actually, I think it's a self-propelled tra- treadmill. Oh. So maybe a momentum treadmill. Okay. I've heard one of the guys, the guy, Sean from Tampa Strength, was talking about, told me they wanted to try to get one at the gym. Sounds fancy. So it basically runs, you control the pace. It doesn't. It's not mechanical or anything like that. You essentially control the pace. I saw that and I was like... Huh, that looks pretty cool. I didn't try it, but it did look <laughs> you just cool. Just looked at it. You're I like, looked at it from afar. Very cool. I didn't want to be that guy that fell off the treadmill that didn't know how to use it. So, well, I did a beach walk. Yeah. Which for anybody that just walks now, I'm not a big walker myself, but it was tough, man. Like, mm-hmm. I think we did about two miles on a beach. My calves were burning the next day <laughs> yeah any type of resistance or the surface like that like a sandy mm, surface yeah. obviously it takes a little I bit mean, more uh it felt more like resistance, resistance. Yeah, yeah it felt like resistance training it's like running in a pool or something like that so i did count that as a bit of training that day because i think i also got in like 12,000 13,000 steps that yeah, day and so that included beach time right Yes, yeah. and then we laid on the beach all day to make up for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, balance, folks. Some vitamin balance. D. So, but, and that's not burned. code for anything. So, um, well, oh, but what I actually just put a post out about the benefits of walking. Everybody kind of poo poos that they don't think it's really exercise, but exor- uh, walking is actually the most researched form of exercise there is. And they talk about how beneficial it is to all aspects of life. Uh, lowers BMI, lowers can reduce your waistband, can lower um, or increase glucose. Uh, one more time, glucose sensitivity. All those really kind of beneficial health aspects are produced by walking. So don't poo-poo walking. I'm not poo-pooing walking. I think walking is great. It's just as far as a form of exercise, it's never really been my cup of tea, but. You know, yeah. it's it's still it's still exercise. I will definitely not argue with that. You're an intense lady. You like your intensity high when you do your exercise. I do. I mm-hmm. like I like to sweat Ooh. when I'm exercising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to sweat mm-hmm. and I like to feel like jello afterwards. Yeah. So that was where kind of our fitness recap or our training recap for the week. And uh, as we mentioned in the intro, as Shanley eloquently put, that uh, we kind of have a little running theme through this episode since we just had Mother's Day. Um, we are going to talk about some, what did you say, health lessons we learned from our mothers? Yeah, you know, everybody learns a lot from their parents. And, you know, moms especially, they teach us all kinds of things. But one of the kind of topics I feel like we've never even touched on is what health lessons or like what was the greatest health lesson or takeaway or even just like what health related you know benefit did you get from your parent from Mm -hmm. your mom specifically I mean I have a I have a laundry list but (laughs) well why don't you start us off then you misses laundry list well I'm just gonna be really general um because since both of my parents taught me to be very active because they are both very active Mm. um but my mom specifically she opened my eyes to a whole other world of health and because it's what she did for a living I was basically 
introduced to um, Eastern medicine, so Western medicine being what most people see we have in the United States. You know, it's doctors, hospitals, um, traditional types of, of medicine mm-hmm. here is Western medicine. But she went to acupuncture school. So from about the age of 11, 10 or 11, she was doing that and she was passing all of that knowledge kind of just, it was sort of a byproduct, I guess, for me because she was coming home studying, you know, practicing. I always joke I was her homework when she was in school and I Mm -hmm. actually was. But I learned a great deal about a totally different type of approach and thought to your body, your health, and how you how you treat it from a medicine perspective. And that, I feel, really shaped my overall view of health and fitness. Mm-hmm. So laundry list of things, but I would say that her introducing that to me was the biggest like health takeaway because it that perspective defined my character. And I'm a little I'm a little bit offbeat from like what huh. most people right. what most people think, especially when it comes to going to the doctors and stuff like that. I go, don't worry, I go to the doctors, but like I don't like taking a lot of antibiotics. I don't I don't no believe in <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge painkiller person. I don't believe in treating just the symptom. I really do appreciate that holistic approach. I know we have talked about that in the past, mm-hmm. but that's literally what I've been taught majority of my life yeah. because of my mom. And that's awesome. And I think we're slowly seeing how, um, I mean, I just talked about how I went and saw a functional medicine uh, practitioner. And yeah. I think that they take a similar approach to what your mom <clears throat> kind of was trained in to take a look of it more of the root cause than just the, the treating the symptoms. Yeah. So I think I think medicine, especially in Western medicine, is moving that direction. I think they're, slowly but surely, but they're yeah. they're going in that direction. There are a lot more doctors, as we know them, who are getting trained in Eastern medicine. However, I will say, don't go to a doctor if you're looking for Eastern medicine because the amount of training you need to go through as like an acupuncturist or someone that does practice that quote-unquote alternative medicine as the insurance providers call it um they have so much study i mean just as much study as doctors Mm -hmm. but in that specific field and it's a monster it's not just knowing like oh yeah the body's made of energy and meridians Mm -hmm. and things like that it's it's crazy the amount of information that they they learn it's just I mean, I feel like it's just as intense. It's just not as, um, there's not as much cutting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> there's not yeah. as much, there's not as much physical dissection and t- type of things, but there are a lot of pieces to it, so. Yeah, and I think, I think, uh, I'm, there's definitely a need for Western medicine. I yes, mean, definitely don't absolutely. Like, I don't think we're talking bad about that. Nope. I think, uh, kind of the approaches as of getting a little bit more preventative, uh, maintenance should be uh, is kind of uh, I wouldn't say it's not put put uh, on the back burner, but you know <clears throat> doctors are trained really to help save your life. You yeah. know, especially Western medicine doctors, and especially if you're looking 
places like emergency rooms or pediatric care. I mean, they're really trying to find something or combat things that are really threatening your life. Yeah. Um, or the lives of your loved ones. So um, they're, they're very certainly are necessary. Um, but I think having some, some general practitioners, sometimes they can turn into having a lot, trying to have a lot of turnover in their office when somebody comes in just to either do a physical or do some general blood work to see if, you know, how maybe they can more be more, live more optimally. Yeah. Um, and I think many general practitioners, maybe they're, uh, they, they could use more of the approach of kind of the, the Eastern medicine approach yeah. where they're, they're taking a little bit more look, look, look at the whole picture than just trying to treat any symptoms. So, yeah, well, like, like we talked about when you started going to the functional uh, medicine doctor, mm-hmm. that really is, I think, an exciting new avenue that's opening up. And yep. um, I know it's not super easy to find them necessarily, mm-hmm. but I think it's great if you can. So. Yeah. yeah, I think there is a database and a website. I might have put it <coughs> in a previous episode, uh, the show notes. And if not, I'll put it in this show notes to find if you're looking for functional medicine. I would say do your research for, first to see if it's what you really need. Oh, yeah. Um, and then to go from there. But um, yeah. I recommend it. And we're going to be talking about my test results in an com- upcoming episode. So yeah. excited to talk about that. All right, let me talk about... First, let me just say, mm-hmm. thanks, Mom. Yep. Thanks for all the great lessons and... <laughs> For giving me that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, now on to my mama, <clears throat> who's also an avid listener of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so I would say uh, probably the first thing health-related that my mom bestowed on me and my brother was that she got us, pretty much threw us in the pool from a very young age. <laughs> um, we were doing baby swim lessons, you know, six months old, we were doing swim lessons, and you know, it progressed from there until, you know, we were on the swim team when we were both, you know, very young, who she was the coach. She was actually the coach of our swim team for the first huh. couple of years. Um, so we did that, you know, swim team was something we did all the way up to we were both 18 to you kind of age out is what they refer to it as. Um, so swimming was a big thing in my life. Uh, kind of got me in love with anything water-related, pools, but also the ocean, and then kind of my first love of science and marine science. You know, my mom was a big scuba Cute. diver. She used to go on trips and just go scuba diving around the world, which really kind of um, uh, ignited my love for underwater life and the whole type of environment, the aquatic environment. So, you know, that... Uh, you know, swimming, one of the best exercises you can do, really resistance exercises, but it's also yep. very low impact. Um, I learned to do that from a very young age, and I'm very happy that I got to do that I did get that training. Uh, it's translated later in life when I've done like triathlons. Yeah. And uh, that's probably my most, uh, my, my most, my best discipline in far as triathlons go, you know, the swim, bike, run. I'm always the best swimmer. My swim is always my strong point. So um, I always thank her for that. And um, also just having another thing that wouldn't, isn't exact, it's kind of health related. Um, And I think we were talking about this past weekend on our trip down for Mother's Day is kind of my, uh, my always inquisitive nature. Um, You know, it's kind of why I went into science, but my mom has been a student and a teacher for essentially as long as I've been alive. You know, she just got her PhD last year, and um, I I don't know if she's still going. I think 
I think she's mentioned going for another PhD. I don't know if she's going to give it some time first, but what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's been essentially been in school since I've been alive. So just that inquisitive nature um, obviously helped me in the environmental science field and is helping me in, I think, the, the exercise science field. Yeah. You know, having that scientific approach and always being inquisitive and wanting to know more information is, I think... I think it's great to have in any type of career. Oh, you know, yeah. if you want to progress, if you want to evolve, you always have to be learning and be willing to learn. So yes. I think I got that from my mom, and I think it's helped me in the, in the, in the health arena, too, because it's helped me learn about nutrition, about exercise, and helping, you know, trying to pass that on to other people. Yep. So I want to say Important thanks. Lessons. Also want to say thank you to my mother. For that, and uh, I think uh, I think it's safe to say that this podcast may be somehow a product of both of our moms, you know. For sure. So, uh, in the literal sense, because we're products of our mothers, but and yes. also in the literal sense because of what they uh, taught us. So yeah, well, like you said earlier, they pretty much shape who we are. So mm-hmm. serious credit goes out to the the moms out there. Yep. And since we're on the topics of moms, I think we have the next big announcement, what I believe is the biggest announcement we had on the podcast ever. The biggest announcement ever. All right. And I'm going to throw it over to you to make the announcement. Drum roll? Oh, you're doing, you're putting it on me? I'm putting it on you. <laughs> Are you ready to do it? Oh, the pressure. It's so intense. I can do it. All right, the drum roll is going to be in, in post, all right? <laughs> okay, ready? Starts drum roll. Now. You may have heard me talk about how I've had to adjust my training over the last several months, but it's not because I had an injury or anything. It's actually because I'm pregnant. Ta-da! There goes the symbol. <laughs> yes, that's right. We are... So we... Are pregnant is <laughs> basically Most what I Shannon, should said. But yeah, <laughs> uh, you are pregnant with suspense. Yes, twenty-one weeks as of right now. Twenty-two weeks. Twenty-two weeks as of right now. Yes, so we're a little over the five-month mark. Everything is going really well. How do you feel so far? Five months in. Um, I I actually physically I feel really fine. Mm-hmm. I feel normal. Um, I know that. People say you feel like you... I, I have some friends that have said that they were horribly sick when they had um, their pregnancies. They they were miserable, and I, my heart goes out to them for sure because I can certainly appreciate what that must be like. The first, like, the first month, you don't really know. The second month, you start getting kind of, like, sick, like, queasy. The second and third, those were the challenging months. Um, where I feel like I, I felt exhausted and I was just a lot, like most of the time I felt sick to my stomach. So I won't go into any other details on like symptoms like that, but I will say that once that second trimester starts, which is actually around four months, um, or like right between, I felt a lot better. Um, I stopped being quite so exhausted and basically my biggest physical obstacle now is just not having clothes that fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, uh, I, 
I was actually telling Nick, if you heard that sigh, by the way, in the background, that was our <laughs> dog. That was not me or Nick. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's it's a different experience being halfway through the pregnancy, and now, because this was the first, it took a little bit of time for me to really, what what do they say, like pop? Like when you really Um, pop your belly. Um, That took a little bit longer. I had a lot of people saying they they had no idea. And like they just found out like a week ago and they're like, what? I had no idea. And it's like, well, if you look at me now, it's kind of, you know. Mm -hmm. But it took... It took, like, probably about four and a half months for it to become evident. Um, but otherwise, everything feeling-wise has been good. I mm-hmm. I don't have, a, like, a huge amount of energy. I think that might be a lie, whoever said that. Like, you get, like, tons of energy in your Someone second trimester. That? Yeah. Or they maybe said, compared to the first. Maybe. They yeah. said, like, you have all this energy and all this, you know, it's like you're glowing and whatever. But... I still get really, really tired by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. No, and rightly so. You are growing another person inside of you. Yes. So, um, and we have nicknamed that person the yes. croissant. It is the croissant. Yes. So it will remain that till the uh, the ninth month where we'll release every more information to you guys as far as gender and the name and all that stuff. But after After the croissant is brought into the world, Mm -hmm. then we will happily share the announcement with everybody. Um, But yes, we've actually kept it secret from quite a few people. Yeah, we... Not not like to be secretive, but purely because it's such big news. And I think we both wanted to just be sure everything was going well. Right. So... If anybody is just finding out that knows us really well... You're not finding this out, and you're not alone. You guarantee there's people we haven't yet told. Probably some that just found out very recently. We told my godmother just on Mother's Day. Yep. And we wanted to show her and share the news in person. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely, it's been kind of trickling out, I think, like over the last month especially. Yeah, we've been playing pretty, uh, pretty close to the vest, just because, like you said, it's uh, it it it's a process that is you know can be it has all types of emotional roller coaster, really. You know, yeah. all types of emotional it has a, a wide range of emotions. So, and it's hard being you know new at this to know what to expect. You know, and. It's so cliche, and you know, people always ask, "Oh, what are you having?" And you know, and then my cliche response is, "Oh, you know, it doesn't matter to me, just so it's healthy." Yeah. You know, and then you know, before you actually have, or your your wife gets pregnant, or your partner gets pregnant, uh, you you hear that phrase, and you're like, "Oh, that's kind of just a cop out." But honestly, now I can truly say that that's really how I feel. Yeah. You know, I for sure. It really do- does not matter to me either way. Uh, what gender our baby is as long as it's healthy because that's the main thing you know health is the main focus you know yeah and uh that's our main focus that's what we normally you know obviously if you guys are listening to this you know that's what we focus on on this podcast so my goal is try to be as healthy as possible to make shannon as healthy as possible 
and in turn make Wilson as healthy as possible. Yes. And you guys can hear my 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 French is pretty good. <laughs> I don't right? even think you pronounce Wilson. It's not Wasson, it's croissant. French say C's, they pronounce C's. <laughs> I mean, I think oh I would, I think my goodness, I it's okay. Either you, way, you just call it the croissant. The croissant. You're American. It's mm-hmm. okay. All right. So <clears> that's <throat> our news for today, um, yeah. or our big news. So yeah, I'm, it's a big announcement, right? Yeah, so. exactly. So you guys uh, <clears throat> probably in four months we're going to add another co-host, so we'll have a three mic podcast coming oh, in about gosh. four months. You guys will enjoy. It's going to be like more of we're going to talk like really slow because we're going to be really tired, mm-hmm. or we'll be all amped up on caffeine. Yep. Yeah. Cause but, oh, that's right, because you get to drink coffee again. Yes. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. So I know you're looking forward to that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I will say for anybody that's that's curious, like no matter what what comes of um, like the symptoms of pregnancy, I will agree with anybody out there that's ever said you just start worrying a lot because I feel like mostly I've just worried yeah for a good chunk of the last five and a half months, so. I think that's supposed to get worse when the baby's born. So that's uh I think we're always gonna weird. be in constant state of worry now. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, and then we'll we'll uh, be worrying about passing on all of our health and fitness knowledge and uh sharing wisdom in the right way. Yep. Yeah, when uh we'll probably give you guys updates through the next four months. Maybe we'll talk about specific topic topics specific to uh pregnancy. Um, stuff maybe if anybody out there who's uh, listening might be pregnant, uh, you know, maybe about nutrition, about maybe some foods to avoid, what you can not, what you don't have to avoid, you know, some of the most recent research, maybe debunking some of those old wives tales that are out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll, uh, we'll look back and, and do some of that. But, um, if anybody has any questions, feel free to leave us comments, whether it's, it doesn't have to be on pregnancy. Don't no. worry. We're not going to turn into, like, a pregnancy show. Mm-hmm. I, am, um, I am reading the What to Expect While You're Expecting book. Nick is reading but. it. I am not. I find <laughs> it terrifying. So that should tell you a lot about our relationship, just yep. as far as he loves his facts and research. Mm-hmm. And I I do when it's <sighs> not necessarily scary like that. Yeah. You, you like to be a little kept in the dark. <sighs> yeah. But it's good. We are, we're, we're a good pair. Yes. All right. But let us know what you'd like to hear from us in the future, and we'll be coming at you with interviews and new topics and all kinds of good stuff each Oh, yeah. Week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right. I think that's all we got for this week. Yes, indeed. Thank you, everybody. All right. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at the ATF Podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks. Rhythm is gonna get you. Rhythm is gonna get you. Rhythm is gonna get you. Tonight. All right, let's do this thing.